A big welcome to How Do Men, the podcast with the ambition of building conversation, co-learning and co-creation in order to find solutions, tools, and concrete tips for the modern man. So here today, I'm here with none other than Joel Strom. Joel is a former actor, men's work facilitator, and podcast producer. And his mission in life is to create a playful world of love and truth by dancing with the shadows. That's very uh, exciting to hear. I'd love to talk more about that. Yeah. He, uh, he grew up in Sweden without a clear masculine role model, as many of us have, harboring a ton of fear and disgust against manliness until he found the digital men's group Storebror, which is Big Brother. And today he runs a media business aimed at healing and connecting humanity's potential for the greater good. Ah, I feel a lot of vibration. Uh, <laughs> I read that. Yeah, you know when you when you sometimes when you're trying to explain something and 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 you're like stuck in your head and and trying to make it clear and 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 real, it doesn't really happen because something is in the way. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes when you just go at it and you don't think too much and just get it out there. I was like actually on the toilet <laughs> like a couple of hours before uh, we sat here when I when I just, I don't know what to write. I just wrote something and then I felt like, yeah, this is good. This feels honest. Yeah. Let's go for it. I love it. Wow. At the toilet as well. Thank you for giving me that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. For, thank you for, for having me. <laughs> oh, so amazing. Let's yeah. uh, let's begin with the the check-in of this podcast, where I'd love you to to talk a bit about what being a man means to you. Being a man means to be uh, of service uh, for for something bigger than myself. It can be like fighting for something, protecting, or whatever. But being in service for others is is my definition of uh being a man hmm. being a service for others contribute contribution yeah for 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 a collection of people your family or or the society i would say yeah the contribution act is or the contribution aspect is definitely something that keeps coming over and over again right as one of the major major aspects of manhood and manliness yeah yeah uh, you know i'd love you to elaborate a bit on 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 that has it always been like that for you or no when did you reach these conclusions um no i think um like going from being a boy or a young man being very very centered about the ego and and and, the, and myself um and and then because of doing the men's work finding that the real gift is actually to to give uh and and to be in and to support in this case other men but it can also be like your family uh, or friends um it just clicked it, it just felt uh like I mean, this is something you always I've always heard, you know, growing up that it's it's a great um, pleasure in 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 being part of something bigger, you know, 
And I also come from the theater, which is a big deal in, in that actually to, to, it's, it's not really about yourself, even if that is a easy trap, you know, to, to, to stand in the spotlight and, and everyone is looking at you, but you're not really there because of being seen, you're there to serve the story. It's a, it's, it's an act of service. So I, I've been, I, I think it comes from, from, from that experience and from doing the, the men's work in, in order to help other men to find themselves. And, and the, the pay, the payback is, is, is so, um, beautiful and meaningful and, and, uh, it feels, it feels right to, to, to have that focus of just how can I cont contribute to something better? Yeah, I like like there your uh, your uh, clarification of uh, of it, and also thank you for sharing opening up about about your your road to the conclusion. I'd love to cover more about your element of being an actor. Yeah, considering I uh, yeah you too. <laughs> yeah, I have that experience from from many years ago. So we're definitely gonna come back to that. But, definitely, yeah. But I'd love you to. Uh, and I mean something that that this whole word word service yeah. is often thrown around, yeah, used a lot, yeah, and I believe that many will confuse service with like charitable work, like yeah. where you in in almost like a you know like a Tibetan monk Buddhist monk type of way where you completely just give. You know, you just give yourself completely uh, to a cause with no, uh, in any way, um, with not asking anything in return. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Would you say that is your definition of service? Or would you say that there is a westernized or a refined version of service, which is yeah. rather finding a career path, which is in line with yeah yeah uh i think you can do it in many ways for sure i my way or my definition of it is it would be to find your gift find your archetype and and define in in uh how how you can operate from based on who you are and and your um uh I can't find the word in English, but um, find out what you're good at and take it from there. You know, you have, a, you ha we have clear um, abilities and they are different for, for everyone, but you find your ability and what you're good at and what gets you going. And if you can make that into something that uh, benefits others, then you're, then you're on the go. Mm. Um, and what you're saying about, uh, you, you, like, yeah, 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 you can do it in many different ways. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't raised in any religious way at all, so I, I, I don't come from that. I, I, I clearly see it from the, from my experience in, in, in being in, in the men's work community, and, and there's a lot of talks about the archetype, finding your true north, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, defining your mission in life and 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 that comes from both can come from trauma and pain but it can also come from this golden part of your inner being to 
um, be able to manifest that into the uh, to the world. So it has something to do with, with definitely with the archetype and and just um, making sure that this ability that you have in you is is uh, coming of use. I would say. Yeah, and I and I think it's. I like that that way of thinking, and like what I hear you say here is is really true. Find the place where or the position or the the um, uh, your projects in life yeah. where you can create the best possible outcome. Yeah, for others. Yeah, which is something that resonates a lot with me and something we talk a lot about in sculpt as well mm. like service i think an easy easy way to to think about it is okay how can i how can i create the biggest positive impact for the world yeah what needs to you know what are the the correct you know elements that need to how can i create the maximum positive impact for, mm -hmm. And you don't have to say the world because that can, you know, for some be like, okay, the world, foreign, like expansive, too grand. Yeah. Can also, just be for your community, uh, for your family, right? Yeah. But in that understanding, also that a huge part of being able to be of service, yeah, is to have my own house in order. Yeah, exactly. Like if you are, because I see many people in the world of personal development who are, they've done a lot of work, but they are in, in a terrible state yeah. materially. Yeah. Like their finances are shattered. Uh, they have no solid uh, foundation for themselves. And they are in all in all a rather chaotic state. Yeah. Yet at the same time talking about service. Like I'm going to be of service. I'm going to be of service. And it's like, serve yourself first yeah yeah get your house in order yeah and build on that foundation because mm -hmm. then you'll you'll be able to be a lot more in service mm -hmm. or to make it even easier like to talk about for instance financial like financially yeah like if you have two people who've done a lot of work on themselves and then I mean, who have cleared out, you know, the, their main things, programs, and they are beginning to come in touch with a sense of control mm. uh, or mastery, not mastery, but they have it, you know, they understand themselves. Give one person 100 kroner and give one person 100 million kroner. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is going to be able to create the biggest impact? Yeah. It's most likely the person with 100 million kroner yeah. on the uh, bank account. Mm. So it goes to say that an element of service yeah. is to have your house in order. Yeah. My experience is that defining this, what I call mission or, or, or uh, yeah, the mission in life, it takes time because when you do the work and you go inside yourself and, and try to define what is it that gets me going, what is important for me, many times... Uh, men find out it's like uh, love or truth, connection. But what is that for you? And how are you going to make that work? Yeah. And 
it takes a, it takes a little while. I mean, I have been defining this for like the past two years. And it's an ongoing process of, of understanding the words of why it, why am I why is it important for me to to um to to love and being loved? How does that look in my life and how do I manifest it? So it's a it's a process of first like defining it and experimenting with the words. Does this resonate with me or not? What and and maybe the, may, then maybe it changes. That is really important that you find a base of, let's say, being loved as a, as a, as a, as a some sort of uh, gr grounding uh, uh, point in yourself. And then maybe it changes because you've been working on that and it, it becomes something else. And then you need to understand like, okay, how am I going to work on this? You know? And, and it takes, it, 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 it's, I, I love that process of, of, both for myself and helping others to really find that moment when they like, oh fuck, this is important. This is for real. You know, they 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 found some sort of core within themselves, and they get like this this energy of like, okay, I don't know how, but I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. And then you need to work out like, okay, you make you need to make a plan. And and define this this mission. Maybe you need to start a, your own company or you need to move or whatever. It can be whatever. And, and as you say, it's really important to, I think, taking, taking small steps. One of my, I, I heard um, a brother of mine, not real brother, but, you know, from the work, I think he has some sort of, his, his mission is defined some, something like um, building happy families, starting with my own. And it's so clear and it's so powerful when he says it because it comes from a real um, part in himself. And and when you start this work of like defining this 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 road for life, in, in the beginning it's like it can be very like five words and and it's kind kind of unclear and they and and you you forget it because it's like it's up here it's a thought. And you need to work yourself down into like owning it and really knowing what you're talking about and then you can like take action and you can take action even from the beginning and, and fail that's that's totally fine too but it takes a while to get to know yourself a while <laughs> your whole life maybe <laughs> it does uh it does in a in and definitely there the mission i mean the mission is when I when I began to understand the the thing with mission, how it's something that you have and that you can exhaust, uh, as you have your mission, and your mission will be with you until at some point you kind of not feel like doing it anymore. Yeah, and then it's about time that you shift to your next mission. Mm -hmm. When I learned that uh, that that is uh, a a way to to navigate life it, it a lot of things started making sense to yeah me. it's like i've felt so strongly yeah for several things in my life yeah that i no longer feel at all for mm. and you find your purpose and you find meaning in, yeah. in in your existence yeah which is so important for us men yeah but also at the same time being aware of the shadow mission yeah 
like for every mission there is a uh possibly equally strong shadow mm -hmm. where you are doing the same you're going against the same goal yeah building happy houses or whatever your 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 uh, friend had or but then you have your other you know mission yeah shadow which is basically just based on your external validation yeah like gaining external validation and there i think it's a beautiful segue into talking about acting definitely and and <laughs> and whereas you know you mentioned this whole idea of giving yourself mm. to the audience mm. like giving yourself as a tool mm. to the audience for the play mm. for the story to mm. unfold those are definitely i would say within within the aspect of of the 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 mission the yeah. light mission yeah. of acting yeah. but i remember my own journey there uh working in in and i remember clearly when i was studying uh film acting in in los angeles 20 years ago or something mm -hmm. and remember the doctor well, not the doctor but the teacher yeah he was like now you know when you're thinking about this work you you got to find it within yourself whether you're doing it out of passion or out of your yearning for fame yeah and a good way to ask to answer that is to ask the question okay let's say you're doing this and now Five, let's say you knew that five or ten years down the line you'll be a working actor you know like we'll have different gigs you know theater work some small film work mm. and it's going to be, be a way for you to make a living mm. and it's going to be a way for you to sustain your family mm. but you'll never be a famous person like it will never be something you'll never be on any red carpets or anything like that unless it's your own movie but it's, it's you're never going to be the brad pitt mm. you know would you still do it yeah and i remember like nodding like yeah but in my mind i was like fuck no <laughs> <laughs> so which, uh, which school was it what what technique did I, you i i studied study? uh, um at the new york film academy yeah that was the beginning point or my um i did some small things like my mother was working at uh, a theater here in stockholm so mm. uh throughout my upbringing i was put into different you know musical things or schools but this was my real oh like first real attempt at trying to become a, a actor and then i studied six years later or five years later i started method acting in london mm. as well mm. but yeah what about yourself what's been your journey there it's uh I, I was i started when i was a kid my mom was not an actor but a drama teacher for kids so uh so that's how it started she uh, took me there and i was hooked immediately uh, like uh, nine years old and and then I, and then it became my path i studied acting uh in school and moved on to Folkhögskola um, uh, in Sweden, uh, and there I found my my mentor uh, who is teaching method acting here in Sweden. It's called the Chabak technique, uh, which is really really close actually to shadow work. 
because it's based on using i mean method acting is about like bringing it home and and, and taking it from inside and out and <laughs> this was uh an, an eye opening for me because i i i had done it um without any technique really and when i got to her and and her way of teaching it was like oh fuck it was really hard it was like a, like a military school for actors and we went really really deep and 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 for me that was like bigger it became something more than acting you know it was an inner work of of finding out your your uh, wounds and fears and gold and everything you know um so i i was completely obsessed with the the work you know of like looking at a, a character which we didn't even say we didn't use the word character we were actually talking about more of something like the archetype but we didn't we didn't really use that we just said this is me mm-hmm. and you Put yourself in the situation, the scene, into the point where you'd stop giving a fuck about the play mm. and you turn it into something bigger. This is about my life. And, and you find that driving force and you use what we call a substitution uh, where I, I, I would use my own experience in life in the scene and, and take it from there. It's it's a whole process. It's a it's it ex- it is an an American uh, teacher. Her, her name is Ivana Chabak, and she's still around. She's been teaching like everyone, um, and and so that was my part my my way into it. And then I I did uh, theater and film and some TV for like it was like seven years, hmm. really going for for that car- career, you know. And I was also struggling, like, um, between what you say, you know, like this, um, inner work, being in, in an ensemble, creating a story together, the creative aspect of that, and then the career, and and getting your shoulders out, and 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 dreaming of like being on this big stage or in this movie and everything like that. So, um, I I think I lost myself a little bit in it, you know, because I was very competitive and it was all about me, me, me. Uh, and then I and then sometimes I would go back into like, wait a minute, this I I don't fuck, I don't care about that. I just want to be in this creative space and and dive into to the, the 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 world of the archetypes and and storytelling and, and things like that that has always been like a huge passion but i've totally like worked myself completely to to the bottom when it came to like competing hmm. in the career uh part of it i had I, I never really had an interest really uh in 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 that um but the the process uh working together telling stories is is still a huge uh passion for me yeah yeah wow i i hear right away that you 
you seem to have had more of an actual genuine passion for yeah the 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 whole art yeah the art yeah 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 of creation and and possibly possibly much more so than the uh, the other side, which is the need for fame. Yeah, I know. But uh, it was sort of somehow there, but not in the same. I, you know, I I couldn't actually I, I couldn't articulate this back then. I thought that this is the way you have to go. I was comparing myself to others. I wasn't really good at listening to myself and what I believed in. You know, so I was I was on this path, and I was like going for it like everyone else and 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 until i until i actually found the the men's work which is very very similar but it has this other aspect of you know the archetypes the the some sort of ensemble when you work with a with a group of men you find the storytelling aspect of it like the the stories that we have in ourselves from our from our background and how you can change that into a better story you know i love i've always been drawn to like storytelling and um, some sort of therapy coaching aspect you know uh, this was what my mentor gave me we were really it was a healing process in many ways by by being using creativity and uh yeah that's that's still something I love to do and, and love to explore. I think it's a great way actually to not only can be I've definitely been there as well where it's like uh how do I say it? Like I only focus on putting everything into creativity. And that's that's that doesn't really work either. You need to you need to balance that up with other aspects in your life, like having I mean, when I was young, I could like go up to a, a a woman, and I was so afraid of being honest about like, okay, do you want to go on a date or something? I would like invite her into a creative space, you know, where we would act out being a boyfriend. As this is real, we would act out being a boyfriend and girlfriend because I was that was my way of seeking connection which was also a huge part why i finally just i can't do this anymore because i it got like almost too obsessed and i was like hiding behind this image of this great actor yeah you know and and i i just i was yeah i couldn't do it anymore you know and that's been a journey to to then like okay let's take let's slow it down let's find something else here let's explore something else and then it has like come back in a more honest way of like still really uh, admiring the work and the process but don't flee into it you know so i think that acting um if you really break it down you know what is it that we're doing is we are consciously creating identities and uh yeah which is sort of what we're doing in life right mm -hmm. it's very hard to i believe i think that that's a journey we're both on to understand like what we're like the the authentic expression of me which mm. is forever changing who am i yeah and it will it will forever also change like it will be yeah. because i I'm no longer what I was 10 seconds ago. Mm -hmm. 
because new expressions mm-hmm. experiences continue to shape me mm-hmm. and but to kind of just learn to navigate that yep. but I believe that what we are or at least what I'm doing always is or often is that I see that I like to go into different personalities, Mm. you know, different identities, different personas Mm. that I, you know, is my comfort zone where I can hide, Mm -hmm. you know, baby and um, entrepreneur. Yeah, uh, the business guy. Yeah, and now the 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 guy that works with Sculp, you know, mm-hmm. personal development mm-hmm. um, coach, mm-hmm. and I, all of these. And and I find myself often wondering, like, is like how much of this that I'm doing is, you know, how how much of my ego is still just there, and just mm. like playing playing the game constantly, mm-hmm. you know, is there, is there a much, much deeper layer of myself underneath right. that is still yearning to come forth, yeah. which might be something completely altogether different. Mm. Yeah. I might want to be a builder, <laughs> uh, a painter, <laughs> uh, you know, yes, doctor. Yeah. I have no idea. No, like, it right? might be something, probably not, right? But there might be something there underneath. I think acting is, is great, is a great method to explore and and ask those questions like what it, who am i what does it mean to be a human being mm. like where the fuck are we in this whole place i think it's uh, i think it's awesome to to allow playfulness and creativity into that because uh i think that's a huge if we talk about the mission i think it's it, it and, and the archetype of like the archetype of the magician is very close to being the artist seeking going into the fear going into the unknown in order to create something new um so i i think it's a i love it and and also i have a i'm drawn into exploring what i don't know like dancing with the shadows Mm. it's uh i don't yeah I don't know why, but it's, I can't, I can't resist it, you know? <laughs> so please, uh, please expand that a bit if you can, like dancing with the shadow. Yeah. Um, it was one of, it ha- it came to me when I was on a weekend um, for uh, a leadership training. Mm-hmm. And when I got there and we were going to start, everyone had to write down their um, intention for the weekend. And I was like, I don't know. How do I know? And then it just uh, came from somewhere. Like, I'm here to dance with the shadows. Okay. I don't know what that means, but that sounds cool. And I had this experience during that weekend where I... How do I explain this? I definitely went into some sort of shadow part of myself and it was one of the most liberating things i've ever experienced because i could distance myself from it but i could still be there and i was actually in a, in a process of helping another man so it wasn't really about me i was playing someone else's uh i don't remember bad parent you know oh, yeah and it just completely took over me and uh it, 
and and it was really fun and it was really powerful and i was like what the fuck is this but i there i, I found some sort of tool there where, where i understood like okay this is very powerful stuff to allow yourself to go into these parts in order to explore and and to create and and don't be um afraid of it humor has always been a huge part in my life when when things are really tough some some sort of mechanism kicks in where i just go really nihilistic and 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 laugh at it it, it can be really good it can also have you you need to check yourself like not always uh, um having that uh, look look at life that way but you i think you get what i mean you know it's it's a it's like some sort of medicine to be able to stare into the night and just laugh your ass off completely yeah and yeah. and that is really really fascinating speaking about duality and and the teachings of jung where where I, I feel that it really resonates with me speaking of like you stare into the either the light or the darkness and you're going to find the opposite it's the same thing with pleasure and pain uh life and death mm -hmm. masculinity and femininity and something is always like drawing me in between polarities that's where I come alive. That's where I, that's where I start to dance, you know? So this is, this is a process where I'm still learning how to use this and how to make this, um, um, work for, for me and, and for others, you know, like back to service. So it's, um, it's interesting to, to, um, find those, um, um techniques um yeah yeah and and yeah i like what you're saying there especially with uh first of all definitely with the laughter uh <laughs> the humor thing i think yeah. humor is really our way of um speaking the truth oh yeah through jokes oh yeah because have you done comedy have you have you Study um, comedy technique. No, no, not so much. Like besides what we did as a general thing during those um like method uh like the the year that I trained, but not not looked into it deeper. What, because one of the rules that I learned studying comedy is that people often say like, "Oh, this is fun, and this is light," and it looks that way when you see it, but when you're doing it, it's like the most painful thing you can do mm. speaking of like not um hiding you need to allow the flaws and the mistakes and the fuck-ups and just stand there and people love it but it comes from pain it comes from a really really deep dark place where you say things that you even know that you shouldn't say out loud but you still say it because the 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 i mean time is a huge part of comedy you don't have enough time but you still gotta get going you know and that yeah. just creates humor in itself um so i think comedy and yeah it's it, that's there you have the combination as well like pain and pleasure or sadness and laughter you know they they are so close 
They're, they they walk next to each other the whole time. That and and I think it's also a way for us to stay sane. Like, yeah. In this, because I think deep down we're all feeling that we're living a bit of a lie. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> this this whole thing that we're doing, the charade. Yeah. Yes. Uh, society, the way we like right now, it's there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, I would say friction. Yeah. Inside of us, and I think mm -hmm. one way to get an outlet for that is yeah. you're just telling jokes. Yeah. And through the jokes, you can actually just also share some of the truth. Yes. Because it's a joke, people will think that you're joking. Yeah. Which you might think as well. But ultimately, it's almost like your subconscious is mm. just like, I need to breathe <laughs> from this insanity that we're doing here. <laughs> so, yeah, I I love um, love jokes. And I, I like what you're saying about um, playing with polarities. Uh, one of the like very, very interesting uh, type of work, like and anything from going from hot to cold, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the ice bathing, mm. sauna, mm. as well as going from trying to go from light to dark and, mm. and create containers where you can actually live out your, uh, I would say your shadow or like your dark side mm. uh, in a healthy or constructive way. Yes. I mean, because that's that's I think one of the um, one of the things that I find relatively difficult as well. I mean, it's one thing uh, I've done quite a lot of work with seeing my shadow and understanding it, mm. and I call my shadow Jamie Lannister. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yes, I see it <laughs> because it's very it's it's relatively near to how my shadow like is wanting to be, be perceived. Yeah, it's like the vain valiant knights yeah uh pretending to uh care so much about others but ultimately not really just like really just doing it for himself uh enjoying to be that glorious uh glorious man yeah. uh a slight disdain towards uh the peasants and the weak yeah and you know all of those traits yeah. is like right home with my shadow mm -hmm. that is that is that thing uh Definitely. and I, I can feel it coming through yeah i can feel it it's always there with me mm. yet i have a benevolent uh warm smile and mm. i i think i'm perceived as relatively caring and trustworthy and all of those things which of course is my light side mm. yet i still have this other thing inside of me and and it's always there mm. so i am aware yeah. you know yeah and i'm very aware of it and i can see it and where i i'd love you to elaborate a bit is also like where you know okay i'm aware what's the next step like is there a way to Let's call it, you know, the benevolent knights and the malevolent knights, you know. Mm. Is there a way to, because we always talk about embody, bring home, integrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that to you, you know, do I become this? Like, should I actually just be more of that, that, that person? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring that home and be a bit more like disdainful and arrogant. Bring that out towards people. Or... Is it enough to be aware and just coexist with it forever? Or how would you say, how, how does one bring that shadow home? That's a great question. Um, 
I would start. I would start with saying that I agree with making yourself aware, conscious of your different side personalities, both the light and the, and the shadow, and that takes a while. Um, and 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 learn how to integrate that. Stare at it. Give it a name is a great way of of getting it closer. My process when I've been doing, when I've been dealing with parts of myself, which I just like, I, I don't want to accept this. I don't want to acknowledge that this is a part of me. It takes a while because I, I, I go into it and I start to like, almost like having a conversation with it until I give it a name. And I'm, I'm, I'm show, showing, showing this aspect that I'm curious about it and that it's welcome to say something if you would like to. Um, and then it's it it's after a while i i it's it's the same thing i find the humor in it i've been dealing with my own like uh, uh years ago I, it was it was definitely hard for me to owning my sexuality to showing people you know that i want you you know i would and and, and then i've been then i've worked on that and it was really fucking shameful, you know? It was really like, I don't want to... Oh, God. And I just keep looking at it and keep kept, like, accepting it until I found the funny side of it. And then you are then you are uh, uh, on the go. Because it becomes, like, lighter and easier. And then you know that, okay, this darkness has become lighter. And And then it's different when it comes to aspects of, like greed or these darker sides which which we don't really want to uh, acknowledge that we have i mean there are collective shadows out there which are uh, seen as um, ugly or bad and i don't want to be a greedy i don't want to be a, a greedy person um but it's it's still um important i think to acknowledge that i have that in me and and don't block it out so maybe it's, it maybe it's something like that because some of our goal is actually put in the shadow and then you should definitely bring them out and then you can use them and manifest them out into the world some aspects are good to be aware of but it doesn't mean that you should go out and be and be greedy um but you know for me it's like i'm i, I i'm i'm an i come from this aspect of being an artist and to be able to create with it and in that aspect i just think that it's 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 a huge um uh, tool you know in in order to tell a story for example then you definitely are allowed to to look into these really dark crazy parts and bring them out there because i think there is something there is a healing process even in looking at someone who is allowing the, that part of their human being you know there is something there that we recognize ourselves in others and like oh you you see someone who is um the villain and i think there is a healing process there where you where you find yourself in like okay i'm, I'm not 
I'm not crazy. I'm not alone feeling this way, like hating the world or, or whatever it is. I think that is uh, also healing, healingful in, in, in allowing to have those emotions. And maybe that's where it is. Like you just, you are aware of it and what you do with it. I think it's up to each and every one. Um, if you want to just have that awareness and focus on the light, I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, there, I think there are many techniques and, and different ways of approaching it. And, and yeah. thank you for sharing your viewpoint on this. I think this is, is now becoming a more uh, going into more advanced, like, because this is one thing, first of all, just like you say, finding it out, like understanding and seeing it. But the second thing there, I think where many are still in complete denial. Yeah. And especially also with, especially people who think of themselves as working in the field of personal development mm. are still just turning away from, from all of that. Mm. There's this like yearning to be a, a, a light warrior. <laughs> uh, or just the wise man, you know, yeah. and 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 being all of that, mm. and your only outlet for your dark side is when you go to Burning Man and take drugs for a week, or go to different parties, you know. Mm. But you're not, you know, but you, but other than that, you're just shutting it away. Yeah. So you you find different outlets. It's the same with, for instance, um. You know, you find your, which is good. Mm. You find your, you go to martial arts, you go fighting, mm. or and all of that is a way to create a, you know, a channel for this energy. Yes, as well. We we must have those uh, arenas for 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 uh, for these for having that outlet. It has to go somewhere. We can't just store it. It's not gonna. That that's not good at all. We need like the martial arts or the, the art or something like be, to, to put it to use it in some way from uh, from what i've gathered and uh, something that i'm keen to explore more is that you can actually turn it into an inlet through only one way which is sexual sexuality like through tantra like in the tantric uh experience there is a place where you can actually internalize and integrate the darkness yeah. uh, inside of you uh, through this, this uh, not necessarily sexual process, but the overall tantric process. I'm not the expert here. No, I, I, me neither, but, but it uh, sounds cool. Yeah, I'm actually going to realize there's, there's this one man I, I want to bring to the podcast, Ted yeah. Wallach, who is... Um, He's a good guy on on that topic mm. to talk about it. Definitely. Because most of the others are outlets, finding a way to let out the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, is yeah. this tantric yeah. journey is a, a way to bring in the energy into you. Right. Which is why they say the sexual, spiritual work or sexual personal development work is the most um, potent. Yeah. yeah. And, and intense there is. Yeah. If you can really go there and, and work with those type of energies, but it's relatively um, still, yeah, it's it's not the easiest path. No, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Right. So, uh, 
Yeah, I am really keen to, to, I mean, we're going to bring in one of the questions here from the audience and it's going to tap into the subject that, that I know that you've been, uh, I mean, you've been involved in men's work. And the question is, I believe many men yearn for deeper connection with themselves and other men because that's where manhood is nurtured. But how, when, where, and why, why do grown men seek this? So what qualities does it entail? How does it feel? And I'd love to hear reflections from men with diverse journeys um, and what they long for. So it's a, an open, wide question yeah. towards, you know, and what has been, so perhaps to kind of break it down a bit yeah, is to just say, you know, what have been your uh, biggest, I would say, takeaways and accomplishments through connecting with other men and working together with other men. Naked bath mm. has been a great way of uh, connecting with men. You know, in a sauna or in a lake. Um, definitely, it was one of the scariest things for me when I first did it. Uh, but it's really, I think it's very, very bonding to be out in nature. Uh, and then you can add on to have like a project or to build something together. It can definitely be uh, a weekend in order to help other men. Uh, but you can also just hike, go hiking, uh, travel, uh, cooking. Me and my my uh, my brother and roommate, we we have done. We just started to cook together, and it's great. It's a great thing to bond over. So I think that we we if 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 you are a man and you longing for male connection, just get something going and invite them into doing something that could be like pretty much whatever but i think nature is a great thing uh, to to be part of and um and and start a man's group um there are protocols for it there's there's this like you do it in a in a specific way uh and there's a lot of learnings about how to run a men's group as well like many times men think that it is a, a like a, a, a place for friendship but it's not really it's just that it's uh it's based on working and, and getting things done um and you can decide like if you want to see each other each week or every two weeks or whatever but i think that is that has helped me the most um naked bath uh cooking and being in a men's group yeah I like what you're saying there with, um, with, I like all of what you're saying, (laughs) naked bathing, clearly, definitely, uh, cooking and, um, the, uh, joining a men's group or creating one. And there, I like what you're saying as well, because I, I believe many might think a men's group, like what you said there about doing work, Mm. a lot of people, and I've also noticed a lot of men's groups are places where you just share yeah. sharing circles yeah, yeah yeah like you have your everybody has their uh hour like not an hour but like 
everybody like to say you're eight guys you have 10 minutes each and it's uh just share yeah. go through the round you might do some breath work in before or after but you know that's about it and then there's the work mm. and you know the difference there is enormous mm -hmm. to to be able to take someone in into a process mm. I have this problem, for instance. I don't love my girlfriend mm. anymore. Mm. I don't feel any sexual attraction. Mm. Or I hate my job, mm. but I can't leave it. Mm. And, you know, just find whatever challenge there is. And then for one person to go up, and then for the other people to help this person to actually go to the root cause. Mm. Because the problem is rarely what we say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yes. just where we point to. But then you need to go on a journey yeah. to actually see what's the real problem mm. and address that. Yes. And that's what I love about men's work. Mm -hmm. And and um, the, um, I wouldn't say brutality, but it's, it's like a straight to, you know, it's raw. It's kind of raw in a way. And it's a place where, you know, you're allowed mm. to, to be whatever you are, mm. because the whole container is built yeah. for exactly that. It's like, yeah, bring your asshole personality yeah. out if you want. We can take whatever you want. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's, uh, I mean, sharing is part of it, but it's not the whole thing. I think you, and you need to find other men who are willing to hold you accountable mm -hmm. and uh, hold these men accountable and get shit done. Uh, take, what is the word? Uh, accountability what what is the responsibility responsibility and you put and you make a commitment yeah make a commitment to the group and make them sure that they will hold you accountable for for this commitment uh that's a great way of uh of uh getting getting things done and get moving you know and then you can talk and you can share and you can like as you say, you go deeper and you you find out that oh, this is not it. This is this is actually about my my dad or or whatever. And then you take it from there. But make sure that you are focused on, like, have the intention of the group. We are here to grow. We are yeah. here to, um, whatever. Yeah, you know. I think it's playing with both uh, both um, the inner and the outer world in that sense. Yes, like. I think we're, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, our intention with with the sculpt training and the program is is really that to go through the eight aspects of wealth, mm. like the inner self mastery, fitness, relationships, mm. purpose, mission, career, economics, mentors, lifestyle, and service. Go through that, and then each person is divided into like a subgroup. So you look at it week after week like one or two days are just focused on, you know, building a map or a landscape so we all understand what we're talking about. And then in the subgroup meetings, we deep dive with the intention of, first of all, addressing any route, like for instance, economics, like mm. the economics course. We deep dive into like, what is my relationship to money, for instance? Highly complex 
highly complex subject, especially in Sweden. Oh, yeah. So we then look at, okay, what was my relationship to money? What are my parents' relationship to money? Are they in scarcity mindset, abundance mindset? Okay, most likely they're in scarcity mindset because most are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've earned, inherited that. Yeah. So then I need to connect with that realization. But then, you know, once you've connected, becomes the next stage, which is what is my, what is my immediate next step? Mm. You know, okay, what do I need to do right now yeah. around this area? And what do I need to stop doing right now? Yeah. And then we work with our groups, we communicate those commitments to the group and to our accountability buddy. So each person has a one-to-one -one accountability buddy where you connect with your commitments. And in this way, we create the change through the program instead of uh instead of you know go through all of that and then make up your mind later mm. how do you do how do you deal with with men who are coming to you and they they discover all these aspects that they need they want to change they want to grow um how do you make them understand like where to start mm. you know what i mean because exactly my experience has been when when we teach accountability for example many men they they run at it and they're gonna change overnight yeah if they haven't never done a meditation they're gonna meditate for one hour every day and and, and we just dude chill stop i don't believe you you're not gonna do it no. you need to break it down and be smart and think and make a plan that actually to build that uh to build it yeah you have you experienced this as well i think this is very common for many men it's many men and that's what it, that's the reason we created the scalp map so we assess everyone based on your health in your four physical dimensions like your four dimensions which is your physical your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual. Yeah. Okay. First yeah. of all, there, what is my health? It's actually broken down into seven dimensions, but to to make it easy. Sure. Four. Mm -hmm. And then we also assess your eight outer aspects of life. Like what does your fitness and longevity look like? What does your relationships look like? What does your purpose, mission, and career look like? And then you grade yourself. So you'll see where it hurts the most and <laughs> yeah. where it hurts the most or where you so to make it easy where you suck the most yes uh, or where you're not performing as good as you'd like to is not necessarily where it hurts the most so i might be for instance having uh you know terrible relationships mm -hmm. i might be broke and I have a job that I hate. Mm. Quite standard for many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. But one of them is going to hurt the most mm. for you. Mm. So we assess through our engagements with them. Like what is challenging you right now? What is the, the most challenging for you right now? Okay. We identify that. We start there. So if it is... I can't feel anything. I'm numb. Mm. I hate that. Okay. Mm. You got up your emotional fitness. Yeah. Emotional intelligence needs to go up. Yeah. And then how? 
you start there. Yeah. So that's really, uh, it's really the, um, a very easy framework. It's like, what is my biggest pain? Mm. And what is my dream connected to that pain? Mm. Which is like, what is it most amazing outcome? Let's say I hate my job. Mm. My dream is that I have this job of fulfillment. I feel like I'm an, I feel creative and, and I feel like I'm growing and I feel purposeful. Okay, mm. that is my dream. And the last question is, what's the bottleneck? What, are the, what is the thing that you can work on that will have the highest impact connected to this dream? Mm. So if you ask those three, what is the pain? What's the dream? What's the bottleneck? Mm. And then you just work your way through yourself. And in that way, you can easily see that scalp or any personal development is just a game. It's mm. a game mm -hmm. where you practice how to play the real game, which is life. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you believe in motivation? I do believe in, like, definitely. Yeah. I believe in motivation, and I believe that motivation comes from different forms. Mm -hmm. Why are you asking? I was just thinking, when you when you spoke about this, I, I was reminded about by I've been sitting down with many men who feel really bad. You know, they are they don't have don't they don't even have the motivation. They don't believe in it. They don't believe that change is possible and they're alone and fat and broke or whatever, you know, and I um I'm just curious in how we can help out when you are like really low. In that in that place where it's like uh, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, I, I know it's up to them. It's up to every every man in himself. But as a community, as as men who are um, drawn into this work, I'm I've, I've always been curious in like how can we serve or help help those men? I th I yeah. I let you answer because I asked the question. Yeah, we are fortunate to, yeah, usually work with the guys that come into our training program is usually very highly motivated, right? And it's, it's, it's even it's a requirement. Yes. So one of the reasons for the one on one, like calls is that we check your commitments. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise, if you have an uncommitted or non committed person coming in, it's going to ruin the experience and not ruin it, but it will leak energy. Yeah. Um, there's someone that doesn't commit, doesn't engage, all of that. And we've already have some of those examples throughout as well, because we've noticed that, yeah, some, some are leaning back a lot. And that passive passivity is causing uh, leakage. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you're, I think, ultimately, based on the, the simple foundation that I think every, everybody just wants to be happy, you know, like everybody just wants to have a live a peaceful life filled with joy, and and happiness. So somewhere deep within whoever is it's like deep within everybody has an ability to find a spark. Sure, I yeah. believe. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's just about getting getting a but I mean, there's there's, of course, you know, you have your if you look at the psychological framework, there's there are some principles. Um, and one thing that is key is small wins. Like small wins is always, always very powerful, you know. 
make something easily accessible uh, and, and, you know, do that and then just feel the reward. Mm. Use your brain to give you a stimuli, like a dopamine mm. rush. Like, wow, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up without snoozing. Okay. And then just do that and make sure to reward yourself mm. for doing that. Yeah. And then you create a behavior. So I think you need to begin from very basic. Mm. And if someone's lost all hope or lost all motivation, there might also have to be some work connected to like, how did you end up here? Mm. Was it always like this? Mm. Because the question is going to be no. Yeah. At some point, somewhere down the line, the person just said, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. And what happened then? Yeah. Yeah. And go back to, you know, find it to find a per person who said, this is my life. This is my opportunity mm. to, to uh, create something out of myself and to be a positive force for the world. Mm. It's there. Mm. It is difficult these days. And I think we're all hiding in, um, or not a hiding, but I think one of the biggest dangers right now is the intense level of mediocrity that has just become standardized in mm. society. The fact that most people are relatively or like vaguely happy with their jobs or unhappy. Most people are sitting constantly and we are stuck at our phones mm. and also kind of hooked to uh environment where we have to work eight hours a day otherwise we can't buy our food or pay our bills yeah it's just you know the the level of mediocrity yeah. in that yeah is so high yeah yeah <laughs> that is frightening yeah it's a disease exactly but because so many are living in that way it becomes the norm yeah that is difficult yeah so whoever says screw this, I'm going to go now and try and break out of this insanity or nonsense that we're doing is seen as a hippie or a crazy person. <laughs> and that's the power of this like mediocrity. Yeah. It's just like massaging everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is the standard. This is the way that we can live. Mm -hmm. So and that that can also hold someone. So it's not it's relatively easy to just say, screw it. I don't care. About oh, anything. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you'll be supported by your surroundings because in different ways, everybody is saying that. Because mm, sure. otherwise, they wouldn't be living like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful little turn here. There, yeah. Uh, you, uh, you asking me some questions as well. Um, yeah, I'm used to have your spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, the beauty is that we are gradually nearing the end also of the um, the session mm -hmm. and um yeah i just want to leave it to to you first of all if you have any words of uh like things that you wanted to touch on or check out what's what's going on in you right now what's going on is that just reach out to the listeners and just reminding uh the reminder of that there there is a, a lot of stuff happening in in Sweden in the men's movement at the moment 
I mean, there is something cooking here. Uh, and if if you're interested, definitely reach out because you will get an answer. You will be guided in 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 this um, in this work. There is work to do, and things are really happening. And I mean, the ability to to get yourself together, get your shit together, and and make a change is possible through the help of other men. Uh, we have a long way to go, but we're definitely. I mean, I know you and your team, and 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 me and others are really going at it and things are happening and i think the more we connect uh with each other and and support each other in our different arenas it's gonna be even better that's the brotherhood and that's the healthy masculinity that i i want to see and be part of it helped it has helped me tremendous it's been like the biggest most important thing and uh, i've done and uh yeah, it's possible, you know. Just don't believe that you are alone. Because it's not true. Yeah. Amazing, Joel. I have really enjoyed this uh, conversation with you. I mean, we started off uh, talking about acting and your, your beautiful... Uh, description of acting and how closely related it is to personal work or inner work and, yeah. and they gave me a lot of insights actually mm. uh, uh, as well that that's really what we're doing you know to to take on a role and uh, character is much in the same way as taking on an aspect of yourself and you know exploring that in a men's work circle or anything like that and then we ventured further into your 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 work there with shadow or dancing with the shadows and how you see that that uh you know first of all the the importance of playing with the polarity mm. uh as well as just becoming aware becoming aware and understanding you also talked about your you know what love means and that you've been on this like two-year journey of just understanding what why you're doing what you're doing yeah. really getting at the core of yourself yeah find that highly admirable and and something there to to for everybody to especially the listeners that have been doing the work for a long time you know mm. are you doing it for the right reasons mm. whatever is the right reasons wrong bad bad choice of words i would say but are you you know are you really at your core yeah. uh or are you still at some layer yeah you know uh messing about yeah. and then i really enjoyed how the conversation then turned yeah and uh shifted into motivation and mm. uh, going going at towards the end here about the the importance of just not feeling alone and and the fact that the men's movement is growing the men's movement is um yeah something buzzing it's like bubbling yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i yeah want to thank you again for coming thank you for having me yeah it's been great thank you for hope to see you here soon again definitely see you soon <laughs>